distance, boss fights lead tower. We are tracking you. Head for bay 35. Over. Copy that. Locked in for 35. plant that you left in the office cheryl water me where are you cheryl it's been <laughs> two and a half it's weeks been... <laughs> uh r.i.p all those office plants so sad oh I, I hope some uh custodians are out there giving them some water but they're also home no i mean custodians are the true mvps and i think most of them are still working true my grandpa got lucky he's old enough to where he was like um i'm just not gonna work is that okay and the and his job was like yeah stay home old man Ooh, yeah Yeah, is he on like the precipice of retirement he is he's four years out of retirement well no 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 three years almost oh three years till retirement Mm -hmm. oh so close at least that's what he keeps saying like he keeps putting it off like i don't know will he ever retire (laughs) (laughs) we'll never know well Well, anyways uh we'll be covering episode 17 of the clone wars 3d animated television show um there will be spoilers so definitely be warned um want to talk about the business the business uh follow us anytime on all of the social medias Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Facebook. Also now uh, streaming like big boys over on Twitch all the time. If you want to come out and check out our 3D printer, right now we're doing some uh, N95... I don't know. It's not officially marked as an N95 mask, but it's Darth Vader, and it looks cool. It's like um, Darth Vader's the bottom half of his mask yeah um if you want one email us at talkingbay35 at gmail.com i don't know i'm getting better at this 3d printing but i'm i don't know if i feel comfortable enough charging people money but i think a pretty good product yeah only getting better um, uh anyways sharon let's get into this icebreaker okay so this episode um <laughs> I couldn't really think of a great icebreaker question. Um, this episode is about... Um, I feel like it's like too close to home. It's basically about this guy that um, revives this awful virus that like can murder people or whatever. And like it's like all about disease, and I'm like, ooh, this is awkward. Um, but I, it was like weirdly like nice because like in this in this episode, like there's just a clear evil person that if you just beat up this one evil person. Um, you can stop this awful virus from spreading and hurting people. Yeah, um, let's, let's beat up, let's beat up this Rona. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my icebreaker question is just, um, if you could find, like, the evil scientist that, like, created the coronavirus, which, that's not a real thing, but, but if you, but if it was that, that there was just one person who, if we just, like, beat up to to get rid of the virus um, what would you do to what? 
<laughs> I don't know. I like. I, you can tell. I mean, I'm beat up. I. I, I don't know. I read in the news that maybe one guy like intentionally spread this, and we should beat that guy up. I don't. Know. Yeah, maybe uh... maybe I'm just not in the headspace to create a nice ice. Oh breaker. sure, this is a weird episode, especially in these dark times. I hundred percent agree. Um, I don't know. Okay, let's. Uh, here, here. I'll make a new icebreaker right off the cuff. Um, what's your favorite color? Oh, my favorite <laughs> color right now is always Fiesta Orange. <laughs> um, if not, if I want a cooler tone, Pacific Rim Blue. What? What's Pacific <laughs> Rim Blue? Uh, you know Gypsy Danger. Yes. That's the blue. I found it at a Wal not a Walmart, at a Home Depot. Oh, it's is that like that darker than Previsla blue that you like? Yes. Like... I almost painted a Previsla this color. I would have been like, ah, oh, hot. But then the five oh first would have been like, not so I <laughs> Why made does the five oh first sound like Donald Trump? No, five I mean the five oh first just sounds like Palpatine and my Palpatine just sounds like Donald Trump. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> um. Oh. Anyways, let's get into the episode, the Blue yes. Shadow Virus, directed by Giancarlo Valope. He's an Italian. <laughs> that was the only thing I could find about him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for putting it in the notes. I couldn't tell by the name. Uh, written by Craig Titley. He, he's the guy who did some Scooby-Doo's. Uh, oh, he did the 20, 2002 movie? And yes. Cheaper by the Dozen. Ooh, have you seen that Steve Martin film? Yes. I it, honestly liked it. I loved it. Cry. It was so cute. I feel, like, I feel like FedEx, and I'm the eldest. Oh... <laughs> I really don't remember this movie. Anyways, let's get into these fortune cookies. I'll okay. start. Okay. <laughs> plan your work and work your plan. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I go to this random generator and it's never fails ever. It's great. You know, this is like the one where like um I I don't it's like um it wasn't meant to be a fortune cookie. It was meant to be like one of those like live laugh love things that, <laughs> that people DIY and put in their bathroom while they're taking a shit. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? I I want to I want to make one just like that. Now that I have a 3D printer, I'll make a a new for uh, the best fortune cookies will get their own banners because of my 3D printer. No. You're welcome. The That's world. such a waste of PLA. No, don't do that. I mean, the PLA, it's finally shipping to my house. It only took a month, which I get. Thank you, Amazon workers. You are the best. If I had the opportunity to tip you individually, I would, and maybe that's something you should bring up to your supervisors and or the next company meeting. Um, you say this, but Jeff Bezos is not listening to like. Uh, he's not listening like, to anything, but himself. He's just like, 
I'm Jeff <laughs> Bezos, and I'm I know so how to funny. make money. Yeah. Um, but thank you, Amazon Fulfillment people. Thank you and so robots. much. You are literally the backbone of society right now. You have no idea how much we appreciate and love you and your work and effort. So I don't know how to get you more money, but we're going to do it, even if we have to write it. Just kidding. That's, that's illegal. <laughs> All right, so let's get back on track. Um, so for the summary of this episode, Padme and Jar Jar, they're investigating the appearance of these separatist droids that just, like, happen to be on Naboo. It turns out that there's, like, this mad scientist, Dr. Vindi, who has resurrected the Blue Shadow Virus and sort of with the intention of unleash unleashing, like, this plague onto, like, like all the various star systems. Um, I, I assume, like, just on the Republic side. Um, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka, they come to the rescue and assist in deactivating the bombs filled with the virus. Um, the episode ends with Anakin capturing Dr. Vindi, and for all the bombs to be seemingly deactivated. Yeah. How do you yeah. like the episode in general? Uh, I, for one, can't get over this guy's German accent. Um, oh, yeah. The f it's just... Like, wow, I forgot about this episode completely and that German accent. Like, I'm not sure if I missed it when I was a kid, but I do not recall watching this episode. Like, every episode I have a memory of where I'm just like, oh yeah, there's that one scene. Oh yeah, there's one scene. But like, the this episode, I don't remember it. And then rewatching it was just like, oh, it's a Jar Jar episode. Um, which, yeah. I, it, it's... How do I say this? How, how, how did Jar Jar figure, he broke the case wide open, if you will, this, on his own accord, he was like, mmm, yummy yummy, muy delicioso, and like, went for a bug, and his head got stuck in a dome of an R2 unit. I it liked it, but like, I don't recall it. Honestly, like, I, um, the Jar Jar-ness of it all, like, it's, it's, like, having less and less impact the more, like, it's, like, exposure therapy, like, I'm <laughs> just sort of taking it for what it is. You know, the only, um, like, the only sort of, like, sad thing about it is that, like, I feel like because, I feel like, um, it's sort of annoying because, like, you see, like, this other Gungan, um, it's like a female pink gunkin named Peppy Bow, and she's just Super like a competent and capable, yeah, thoughtful, and knows articulate. kung fu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she seems like, and for some reason, everyone's like, uh, like Padme is just like, no, Peppy, you can't join us and help us in this quest. We're bringing Jar Jar instead, but Mistake. not you. Which, but it's okay, because oh Ahsoka gets the competent Gungan, and she actually does some great work. But that's later. I think yeah, that's the I next know, episode. But, but I think, like, it's really frustrating, because I, I feel like Jar Jar happened to be, like, the token Gungan. Like, he's always the Gungan. Like, <laughs> doing, like, Naboo, like, stuff. He's, like, probably in all of the Naboo, like, pamphlets. You know, like, those pamphlets where it's, like, it has, like, that one black kid so that you know that it's, like, cool hey, and not we, racist. We, but it's, we, like... We don't segregate here. But, like, Thanks, he, like... pamphlet. But, like, yeah. Jar Jar is, like, still, like, a... Like, he's so, like, awful in that, like, 
he like gives like all these Gungans a bad rap and like every like they look at Peppy and they're like, oh my god, like she's just gonna be like Jar Jar. We she's can't have two Jar Jar. So when in reality, yeah, she's more competent and capable. I know it's it's tragic. Like, oh my god. Anyways, but yeah, justice for Peppy Bo. She's amazing and um makes me realize that Gungans aren't the problem. It's just Jar Jar. Oh, Sharon, we need a really, really, really tall and slender friend to dress up as Peppy Bo. Oh, yeah. I know, but that's so much silicone. Because you'd have to make, like, a silicone mold of not just... Like, I don't know. Has anybody ever successfully, like, cosplayed a Gungan? Because... Like, um, actually, it's like completely I don't CG character. Think so now that I think about it, like everybody has that one Jar Jar mask, and I think like our friend Dawn, she has like a full Jar Jar that's approved in the Rebel Legion. But isn't that? But I don't th- think it. I don't know. Like it has gloves, and it's just that one Jar Jar mask. Yeah, it's like that one Jar Jar mask, and I think it's like a senatorial Jar Jar, so it like it doesn't have like his, um, because I feel like um, and I might be wrong, but I'm like trying to remember back, like, and I remember Jar Jar is like an entirely CG character, right. and so Ahmed Best when he wore Jar Jar basically wore like Jar Jar silicone mold on top of his head, and then um something to block his like like these weird sunglass shades so that people didn't look at him in the eye but looked at him in the in the jar jar eyes the like um uh, what so sharon yeah kind of like that one guy from star trek yeah jordy oh yeah the barber <laughs> <laughs> talking about um oh, well we gotta make sure this episode is 30 minutes so we gotta get this ball rolling oh, uh, watch okay um so first off okay i don't i know that we have to get this ball rolling but like can we just like why does naboo look like a windows xp like background right i mean it so looks green. just like a matte painting that somebody did and with like a little bit of animation, at the yeah, and they scene. didn't even Photoshop out the Buddha statue face. What was that about? Is there <laughs> space Buddha in Naboo? There is space Buddha, and there's a whole space, like just Asian culture, but they're all white. No people of color allowed on Naboo, except for the sergeant. No, and security they're... detail. You know, I think, like, Naboo is actually, like, pretty multicultural. Like, but it's... Yeah. I mean, like, I... Yeah, I don't know. If you look at that parade, I see a lot of white people. I don't know. I mean, like, there's pa- there's Captain Panaka, who I think he's black, and then um, there's Sergeant Typho. Wait, like, I think um, the Polynesian. Queen of, is some sort of Asian persuasion. Oh, I don't know about the... Well, the I remember queen. in episode two, isn't the new queen some sort of East Asian? I can't remember. Honestly, I don't know. But anyways, I guess makeup, so. Who knows? Just anyways, to but... too deep into these things. Uh, I'm just saying that, like, the background seemed, like, weirdly... Like, it's not, e- it's not so much that it was lazy, but it was just a, a little strange. 
Um, but yeah, um, like sort of going into more of the design of it. Um, again, Dr. Vindy, I think his design makes me really uncomfortable. Like it's, oh, I totally agree with you. Like the, super. the weird German accent, but like with these slanted eyes, like it was like, um, it, it was almost like he was only, he looked alien, not because he looked like some like you know random character like an Ethorian or like a Quarren that like had like you know animalistic features or like some weird features I think he only looked alien in the sense that he looked foreign and that's right. it and white like or like pale gray but like I felt like he only looked like his his name sounded like South Asian his voice was like German or yeah, like he had like this weird German ass accent that was like really overbearing. It was too much. Me. It was way. It was like okay, okay, we get it. I, like, I don't like. I don't know if they were like trying he's to be evil. like, oh, he's, he's a evil. Yeah, like <laughs> is it like trying to be like space like Joseph Mengel? I I couldn't. Oh my I gosh, understand maybe. It. I mean, I mean, that's it. I definitely got those vibes. Like I got like Nazi like scientist evil doctor vibes like good job but also way over the top but i guess I, that's I just the star it's... wars of it all yeah it just made me uncomfortable like in like his like and like it's that, that and then the his point. like slanted eyes and um <laughs> i just i didn't think that it was i don't think it was tasteful um but you know what uh, i don't know maybe i'm being too overbearing about it um sort of moving along um i also i don't know maybe this maybe i'm just having a bad day i also didn't really like the the droid of the day or the droid of this episode is the lep serpent droid it's like that cute little droid well i say it's cute but um i mean it's pretty cute i mean it looks like it's the got an pillsbury ass. doughboy of droids like i'm gonna poke <laughs> it in its belly button it's gonna go <laughs> you know yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, it's, like, got, like, the proportions of, like, a rabbit, but <laughs> I don't, like, it, and it's got, like, these really chonky thighs for some reason. I mean, I think it's cute. It's pretty, like, if it were, if it were a thing in front of me, I would hug it. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, this episode, like, it's carrying a bomb, and it's just like, <laughs> I mean, we do see this to... droid a few times. Like, they reused this droid a few times. And, uh, but I guess you're right, because it does, it is technically a bad guy droid. Bad boy! Yeah, bad I boy! Mean, I, I usually, <laughs> I don't mind droids if they're bad, but I think it was, like, maybe this, like, this, this whole episode was, like, a little too close to home. And I, I know, I, I, I'm kind of glad that this, our episode's almost over, because, I, know. I, I don't know, just talking about how, like, I don't know if this were to like happen in the start like they oh next episode next episode I'm trying to think yes. of like what I can talk about this episode so we don't spoil it or something um I mean we don't even I don't know just like Dr. Vindy is just like overbearing and at some point like I think Padme goes out into the danger and then like my favorite point 
of this like thing is like Anakin and Obi Wan are freaking out, but and Anakin's voicing it to Obi Wan, and Obi Wan's just like the king of chill, being like, "It's okay, dude. I'm also freaking out. I'm just better at hiding it, yo." Mm, yeah. No, I sympathize yeah. with that. Like I screaming eternally, but I'm super stoic and amazing on the outside. <laughs> That's how mm. I like to be perceived, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, it's very heavy handed. Yeah, yeah, and and we can talk about this more in the next episode. I don't know how we are on time, but um yeah, I I definitely agree. Um like it's sort of uh that like Padme keeps on getting into these situations where she needs to be rescued. And it's almost weird how comfortable she is about getting rescued at this point. Um but I guess it makes sense with like being accompanied with Jar Jar, maybe it's like more likely. Um but yeah, like, the whole, like, dynamic of, like, um, Padme being, like, in this situation and Anakin, like, freaking out and and rushing into things without really thinking things through, um, and for him to think that it's justified, even though he should be considering, like, other people around him, um, if he's, like, bringing, like, Ahsoka and Obi-Wan. Um, but, but I also sort of like the dynamic that Obi-Wan is, like, there, and he, like, gets it and, like, knows what's going on. Right. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I also get that it's, like, not... There have been other episodes that have been better about um, doing it, or, like, explaining <laughs> that dynamic. Um, well, I think, like... I don't know. I 100% agree that, like, maybe Padme's a little comfortable being the damsel in distress here. Well, I mean, I guess we shouldn't blame a fictional uh, character. It's not like Padme is, like, a person. And, like, it's right. like Natalie. No, like, like, I was thinking me, about bitch. it. Like, I was, like, trying to compare her to maybe, like, Daphne from Scooby Doo. But, mm. like, even then, it's just, like, really dependent. What if something does go wrong there, Padme? Yeah, it's a, the whole planet could have the blue shadow virus. You know, I guess that's that's also fair too. Like Padme is, I like how Padme is reckless though. I think that that that's sort of it. Sort of explains why she got in a relationship with Anakin to begin with. Um, that even though she's like hyper confident, confident that it it could just be that she ends up finding herself needing to be rescued because she's just a reckless person to begin with. Um, and she doesn't <laughs> have, like, the force to, like, get her out of it. So You're reckless! To... I mean, doesn't Yoda call Luke reckless? It kind of runs in the family, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, if you have two... <laughs> if you have parents that are both, like, let's shotgun wedding this bitch. Let's um, go! <laughs> then, um, maybe it'll leak to your two kids. Um... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I I know that, like, a lot of people say that, like, Leia is, like, incredibly reckless and she gets it from her father, but, I mean, it, both of her parents are sort of crazy. I mean, you have one who's, like, the senator of the Naboo, and the other's, like, a Jedi Knight in the most heated war between the same guy ever. 
don't yeah, know. but like, like but like both of them like run straight for the deadly virus in order to like try and stop it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I like I love them. I love them together. They the re they're the reason I have Luke Skywalker. The the reasons I get Leia. Um like just the tragedy of these two, like the whole time watching this episode and seeing how like I don't know if I were in the situation and you were Padme and I was Anakin I would also be be pretty 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 freaking out right there you know like yeah I would also be like yeah, why aren't you, you freaking out Obi Wan aren't we freaking <laughs> out right now this world could end right now and it would be my fault. I don't know. I I I I don't know. Like I don't I mean, think I would be able, like it's a pretty stressful situation. Like this whole secret lair at the beginning, this whole like we don't know what it is, but we need to leave the planet or something. Oh, that's the next episode. I don't know. Like it's very I I'd be stressed. I'm stressed thinking about it, you know, okay. especially right I... now it being so close to home. Yeah, I mean, but I think that, like, I, I think episode three did it better. <laughs> like, you know, because cause it's like this awkward thing where, like, this this is meant to be, like, a small foreshadowing of what happens in episode three. But I think it plays it by the book in a way that it's not, um, it, it's, it's not done with enough time. And so it seems, like, really awkward and sort of going through the motions and, and, um, ends up being like and I know this sounds dumb but it it ends up being too cartoony at least for this show that I think right. is sort of beyond just being a cartoon well I don't know um, that's season one they were trying to figure out how cartoony can we go and how serious can we be yeah yeah and and um yeah, I would love to compare this episode to like other episodes because I know that there are more episodes in which like this Anakin Padme dynamic um, gets explored more often, um, and sort of comparing like how they treat this relationship differently, or or how this relationship evolves, uh, maybe beyond what what we're seeing just in this episode. But yeah, do you have any other final thoughts? Mm, I like, I like the ships in this episode. I like being able to see how creative the animators got with the opening of Padme's ship and how it would dock. That was pretty cool. It seemed pretty thin, the way they angled the camera down the ramp at the beginning. Um, oh, it was before... a quick little season. They gave me a little like cayenne pepper of Jar Jar. <laughs> Get a little zest, you know. Um, but it wasn't like overbearing. You know, um, one shout out that I'd like to make is um, the Clone Bomb Squad. Um, I think it's, they're part of the 212. They're really cute. They have like um, the diamond design in the front of their face, and they really worked so hard this episode. They're just like, oh, it's I a know. room full of bombs. Making sure Obi Wan and Anakin get out of there alive. Make sure our gen protect our generals <laughs> and commander. Yeah. Is that a senator? Oh. What? We have to work today, boys. 
you know, if um if we had an unlimited amount of money and like could buy clone armor nonstop, I think that you would like it would be um I wouldn't mind being like a clone bomb squad phase one from this episode and like Ooh. wear it with your Cody. Ooh. And like we'll both be I'll just be an orange boy with like a diamond for a face. Oh Sharon, no. We need to make you a Rex. I will be your blue boy grunt boy you know you could be cody <laughs> still i mean eventually i have first of all i need to find a good stl file of a rex helmet um i don't like kudos to the artist who made it i just don't to me it doesn't read too much of rex it looks like you made a custom clone and kudos to you congratulations i am not that good at i wish you the best it's yeah. just not so, what i'm I looking mean, for but like i think like there's no stl that's approvable by the 501st um in yeah i don't like, know like i them. wish kevin we're the best please send me your stl files love you i don't think he has stl files i think it's he makes them he makes the molds the old style way and then Facky farms it props bobs i hear he's a lot like uh tech from <laughs> from the bad batch where he uses google translate a lot <laughs> no i think he's just very clever um i don't mm. know i want to be friends maybe when i move down there we could be friends and he'll invite me to his garage sales um anyways let's uh blow up this taco stand yes i miss eating tacos Mm. What kind of tacos are you getting today? I don't. There's. I don't have any taco meat. Like, I don't. It's okay, Sharon. I have leftover bulgogi. Mm. Anyways, this is the way. I have spoken. Copy that. Meet me at Hangar Three Five in half an hour.